podcast. I am on tears. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's. I, I think that's As, our brand. Yeah, it's, it's about as dumb as it could be. Yeah, it's definitely know? on brand. <laughs> um, we'll just cut in like 15 seconds of like shuffling um, sounds of people landing on rooftops and uh, a few gunshots and we'll be good. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you keep saying these things and I keep not editing them in because oh, no. getting any amount of Foley is just too much of a pain in the ass. You mean you don't have somebody following you around with a mic as you like fall down on rubber floors <laughs> and shuffle yeah. around clothes? And just smash glass all over the place i feel like that's the one problem with us not being in the same city is that i can't follow you around with a mic (laughs) yeah i'll uh i'll I'll say i listened to some of the some of the work on on twos and i think the intros are great so there you go look at this a nice positive guest to to start us off hey why don't you introduce yourself oh yeah that's a good idea um yeah hi my name is andrew reining i'm a uh, comedian improviser writer i'm here in madison wisconsin i'm happy to talk about some uh some animation today, actually. I think uh, Will and I were talking, and I accidentally proposed this idea. So uh, that's uh, uh, I, I, yeah. di- I did not think that he would well, jump on it so quickly. No, I well, I asked you if you wanted to do the podcast yes. and what you wanted to do, and you were like, "Uh, Batman," and I'm like, "Yeah, Batman. sure, why not?" <laughs> yeah, um, I, should we introduce ourselves real quick? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Will. You? I'm Adric. This, this is on Twos podcast. Talk yeah. about cartoons. Cool. This time, Batman. This time, the this time, Batman the animated series. Mm-hmm. Notably, in there. I think there's a colon. Yes, I believe nice. it's a colon Even in better. there. Yeah, although it does change names throughout the se- throughout the course of the series. What? So yeah, the first the first season, you don't see the word Batman anywhere in the like in intro or anything. And then in the second season, WB was like, hey, you know what? Kids are fucking morons and they want to see other (laughs) kids on screen. So we're changing this to the adventures of Batman and Robin. And you're going to have to put Robin in goddamn everything. I didn't realize that this was the same series. I mean, I, I, I shuffled through stuff. Yeah, I also but, didn't realize that until I, I was kind of poking around and uh, I realized that that like uh, one of our episodes is quite late and two are quite early. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them is like late season three at the point <laughs> where they were running it as uh, I think it was the new adventures of Superman and Batman. Yeah, like everybody uh, was making appearances intermittently through the series at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus the... Uh, the design on Joker looks like shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that I wrote later. that down too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Andrew, why Batman of all things? Um, I was thinking. I, I I think this series lives in my head in ways that I I haven't fully wrestled with. Just Interesting. like I haven't watched it in years, but even watching these three, I was like, wow, I still remember these scenes. Like I remember these scenes. Oh yeah. This was it was probably my first piece of appointment viewing as a very small child. Like I knew when it was on, I would line up. I like a hundred percent. This was a like the first cartoon. I was like, I need to be in front of the television. I haven't mm-hmm. heard that term before. Appointment viewing. I love that. Yeah, yeah. This. Was, oh, really? 
I mean, that was a big thing in like the '90s, where it was like everyone, everyone, make sure you go sit down, watch the new episode of Friends. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm, the the concept makes immediate sense to me. Um, I don't know that I, as a kid, was ever able to truly do that without uh, great assistance from friends, be because of the kind of person that I am. Um, <laughs> but I do uh, love it as a concept, and uh, what what do you think like connected back to you so much that this became that for you that's a really interesting question something i probably haven't if you fully need unpacked. an easy answer uh i'm looking at the like a bunch of uh model sheets um and i can send you a lot of horny pictures of harley quinn and poison <laughs> ivy yeah that's what it was that for wasn't the... <laughs> even until like episode seven or whatever no <laughs> good no i'm looking through like a whole thing of model sheets and it's just like oh well there's another pinup of harley there's another pinup of poison ivy another yeah. one another one <laughs> yeah a, a, the, a pretty is, core part of the batman aesthetic yes <laughs> that is a good answer but i think it was more that it was the first time i'd, I'd been exposed to something that stuck out as having consistent quality um mm. like you know obviously mm. you're a child so you don't know you don't have a cultural lens but right. it is like, damn, that music is cool. The animation is cool. You know, the themes that are explored is uh, are a little bit more than you know things that come before or after Batman uh, on the television. No, so that's yeah, a good point. In fairness, uh, I should also tell on myself and say, like, I think the next piece of appointment viewing was like Dragon Ball Z, which is all the opposite <laughs> of all of this. So <laughs> all Dragon Ball Z was like fairly high quality and fun you know it was it was (laughs) not exactly you know delving into the deepest uh no no but a lot of yelling yeah a lot of yelling i do feel like there's a ton of like similarities i was just talking about this um as as watch while watching it yesterday like how many similarities there actually are between um the dbz style shows and shows like this that are adaptations of comics um there's a i don't know a a similar methodology to their production and to like the handling of their characters and even the like amount of puns contained within their names that i find very endearing oh sure that's such a good point Uh... Let me see. There's if... there's one specific pun that we'll get into when we discuss individual episodes that uh, yeah, that's going to stick with me for a while. <laughs> uh, God, I can't remember the name of the. Does Sunrise do, uh, DBZ? DBZ. I think yeah, I don't know. I don't there's this. There's this like in the animation section on this. There's a long list of uh, Japanese and Korean and Chinese studios that they subbed out all of the, like, in-between stuff, too. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of the era. Like, I I had heard, um, and it might be apocryphal, because I couldn't find anything about it. So a lot of the uh, coloring on this is airbrushed. Yeah. Oh. Um, it looks like it. And, yeah, we, I, we'll get into it with uh, uh, Mr. Freeze's helmet. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. like the way that it's just airbrushed around the edge. Yeah. Um, 
so the studio that did that episode went out of business basically because they kept doing shit like that. Wow. <laughs> because they kept making it look so good. Yeah, because they just kept <laughs> nailing it. Yeah, wow. And, uh, the intro scenes have that really good airbrush background or like painterly oh, background God. at least. Yeah. Um, and then all of the, the freeze sections where there's like ice on the wall, they that like little speckling to everything. It looks so good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and the, God, the intro... Yes. The, intro is, the intro is just like so iconic. Yeah, everything about the intro, the music, the everything else. I mean, it was, it, yeah, it came back to me in such an immediate way that was like, yep, this is. I, yeah, where it's just like, oh, this is this is not just Batman. This is my Batman. Exactly. This is the <laughs> Batman that I know from when I was a kid. Exactly. Um, uh, to go back to the the open question, DBZ was Toei Animation, not Sunrise. Ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that they did any work on this, which is weird because Toei does a lot of shit. Toei does a lot of shit. Yeah, the Wikipedia page is like um, six books long. I I think that we've (laughs) done like four or five series now that just like they came up where it's like, oh, yeah, Toei did a bunch of the animation on, I don't know, the Dungeons and Dragons TV show. Exactly. I saw you guys just talked about the Dungeons and Dragons TV show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which notably also Paul Dini. Also Paul (laughs) Dini wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. Did a lot of the writing there. Did uh, I think he wrote every single one of the episodes that we watched here. He did. Yeah, he did. So we can get into episodes if we want. For sure. Uh, Which... I guess we should, uh, God, we're going to have to like tweet something out prior to this and be like, here are the three episodes that we watched. So we watched uh, Heart of Ice, Joker's Favor, and then Mad Love. Love. Correct. Yeah. And as you mentioned, the the first two episodes are within the first season. They're like episode four and episode eight or whatever, something like that. Very quick, yeah. Um, And then Mm -hmm. it's the last episode that was on HBO Max, at least. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> in ep- in season three and like uh we'll talk about the art style change uh-huh. yeah yes yeah i think there's a lot of meat on that bone we can leave it uh for now yeah. <laughs> uh so heart of ice the uh the mr freeze episode i love this villain so much i so he's a weird one in that basically this episode is what made Mr. Freeze, what he is right now, because he was like a shitty gimmick villain in the Golden Age. Right. Uh, and then he showed up in the uh, the 60s TV show just as like, hey, I'm a guy who likes freezing Rando. stuff. Yeah, I like I like diamonds because we call them ice. Really? So this is <laughs> so this is the first time he was given this kind of deeply yeah. established motivation. Yes. Where wow. they Actually, we're like here. You are a serious character now. Yeah, he was a super serious character. I mean, among the most serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had no, like, no core villain motivations other than vengeance, which is wild. Um, Which is also pretty cool. Very cool. And, uh, I mean, like, I I remembered this villain very well, obviously. But, like, I just, until I heard it, I forgot how sick his voice is. Oh, yeah. They did a lot of work on that. Um, Basically, uh, Bruce Tim just kept telling uh michael and sarah who's the uh the voice actor just kept telling him do it flatter flatter i want you to sound like a robot 
Yeah, and, and, and he really, works. he really did. Just yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> he committed. Yeah. <laughs> which, yeah, I had looked him up. Uh, he's a Lebanese actor, uh, which, of course, being in the fifties, that meant that he played a Native American on a whole bunch of westerns. Oh, oh man, because <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Because that's Hollywood, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Um. Oof. The uh, so another note I had for Mr. Freeze is that like what a glow up from uh, in the suit he was kind of like a, a like a pudgy scientist and then he like got in the suit and he's ripped he looked great it oh, enhances yeah. his strength three times yeah that's uh, as a, a helpful <laughs> piece of exposition from him <laughs> you want oh uh, you want to just ruin this character whenever you look at him yeah. look at his pink fucking booties. Wait, he's got pink booties? I didn't even realize yeah, yeah. that. I should, has, I should have been paying closer these, attention. He has these like matching pink boots and gloves. That um, the you moment say that, that like, you that see them the character and focus for me on them, then and it's not like, make me very happy. Uh, <laughs> no, I like oh, it. No, I know. I knew this. Yeah, I love this. This is great for me. Um, it, I, otherwise, it, everything would be too visually similar. You need. I think they did a really a bunch of really good like hand animations specifically. Like that's oh, yeah. one of the the areas where shows like this can cut corners really quickly, but um, they didn't, and I like to see the hands. Mm-hmm. I didn't Grounds even think character. about that. You you can tell that this is a an animation based podcast because <laughs> I would never think like, oh, how did they do with the hands? <laughs> There's that scene where he's like, uh, um, like loading and unloading the gun, or like even his. Um, it, is, it adds a distinguishing feature to his hands because they like pop out of the big tank uh, in the beginning to shoot the um, the garage door and freeze it. Yeah, um, that was very funny. Was they're just great. like, uh, let's just open the sunroof and blap. <laughs> yeah, that's a recurring theme through. I think this entire series is that whatever little gimmick uh, a Batman villain has, it can solve every problem for the first, I would say, third of every episode. Yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah. Perfect. If if this was a uh, fucking firebug, then he would just like melt the garage door. Well, I mean, not not to. Um, if you're if you're a villain in Gotham, I feel like you're maybe number three enemy is garage doors. So you're gonna it's have true. to find some <laughs> way to interact with them. Yeah, that's you're right. Maybe I misidentified the problem. Maybe <laughs> the, the so problem many. is everybody prepared for various doors. <laughs> yeah, you got to get in the freight entrance. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be real hard to, I don't know, steal enormous fucking freeze rays or whatever. <laughs> this guy is like eight feet tall in his suit and like <laughs> a full four feet across. So that's just a lot to maneuver through a regular door. Speaking of uh, pistol, a freeze pistol that solves every problem, I wrote fire hydrant jump into the window was cool. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. That was so good. Can we talk about Ferris Boyle? Oh my god! A little bit, <laughs> the absolute shitbag that owns Gothcore. Gothcore is Gothcore part of the original comics? Um, I don't know that I remember it. I don't at know all. at what point they came into the comics, but they're basically like, uh, they're kind of like LexCorp, but you know, in yeah. Gotham, because sure. they need some time. Sometimes you need a company that doesn't belong to Bruce Wayne. Yeah, right. just your stock to be third company. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, is Ferris Boyle ever back? Sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Is Fer- uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, it, he's pretty obviously voiced by Mark Hamill here. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, he doesn't have a clickable entry on Wikipedia, so I so they just threw. I assume he just fucks off forever after this. Very good. (laughs) No, I accidentally opened the wiki for arkham city the video game which i'm not allowed to mention because this isn't a video game podcast um right uh they do mention video games in the episode so i think it's uh acceptable it's briefly okay um (laughs) yeah so uh from what i from what i can tell there's some relation for ferris to um uh poison ivy uh but i don't think that that I think that may have been. Oh wait, did he later. make Poison Ivy too? I don't think. Was it Poison was it Ivy? like oh she worked for she worked for him too and he fucking yeeted a bunch of chemicals in her ass. <laughs> like, imagine just trying to own a company and you accidentally create two super villains. It looks like no, she worked under <laughs> Doctor Jason Woodrue, whoever the frick that is. Mm. Oh, that's the Floronic um, Man. Oh, was invited uh, to be a visiting specialist at Gothcorp, helping his company develop strains of freeze-resistant food plants for farming in cold climates and the possible colonization of Mars. Um, but that was not huh. her origin. Dr. Woodrue gave her a toxic, potentially lethal cocktail of photohormones. Phytohormones? Yeah, phytohormones. Uh, and then became poison ivy. Yeah. So, so he just makes Dr. a... Dr. Woodrue is like... He's a Swamp Thing villain later on. That's great. The Floronic Man. Really? If I remember correctly. That's oh, that's great. cool. Oh, yeah. Little... Good old Alan Moore Swamp Thing. Little crossover there. Yeah. Swamp Thing beat the shit out of Batman at one point. <laughs> Good. Finally. <laughs> so Someone had to show him who's boss, yeah. and why not nature? Yeah. So, um, yeah, as, as y'all alluded to, this is like uh, the... Not just the origin story, but uh, as represented by the animation, but the writing of the origin story of uh, Mr. Freeze, Dr. Victor Freeze. Yeah, uh, this is when he first got that name. Before that, it was just like, oh, who's this dickhead? I'm Mr. Freeze. I'm a Freeze stuff. Um, No, it it was really fully formed. It's uh, uh, I'm impressed. Yeah, this is just like. You know, it's it's still comic book writing for sure. No, yeah. not to not to make that oh, sound certainly. like a pejorative, I mean, but it's just it's got to be relatively simple. Well, they won an Emmy for writing on this one. <laughs> for real, uh, damn. Which, like, the only bad line that I can think of from this episode is the "This suit enhances my or triples my strength." I agree. It's just like, yeah, it's unnecessary. Yeah, yep. we we can see him um, yeah. pick up a whole Batman. We yeah, don't need like, to know taller yeah, than other, Batman. Well, yeah. and like, I don't know, the Joker fights fights Batman in this series. True. You don't need to be like, I'm three times as strong as I was. <laughs> now I can stand on par with the Joker, some clown. And like, I don't know, Batman in this one especially is looks like a pharmacist or a, uh, a banker and like a, an extremely normal guy. Um, oh yeah he's got dad bod he's got dad bod for sure he's extremely nimble in the bat suit most of the time but i do love um this like re- i i love being able to see the lineage of like a bunch of different batman adaptations in this mm. uh in this series like when um mr freeze has him 
uh, flown up or frozen upside down and he like breaks free by just like smashing it with his hands and some like sharp objects and then falls down smashes into the ground gets back up and just hangs his head in exhaustion um that like characterization of batman as extremely a dude who is just like really in over his head most of the time just really great and i love that i feel like yeah laid the seeds for it and no this happened in the comics for sure but anytime that you do a new adaptation you have to recommit to those characterizations yeah, for sure. Speaking of that scene, um, that was one of the the ones that I, I forgot to write down. But I remember thinking, like, man, you probably could have had him if you just leaned away from the freeze gimmick just for a second. Like, if you just did rope, yeah. you probably had it. Just like, oh, I'm just going to choke him out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or as referenced much, much later, shoot him with a gun. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's... um. That's not well, how he gets, away, he gets away by freezing some guy's legs. Yeah. Yeah, correct. And then we get we get the fun warm chemical bath scene. Yeah, that was uh, yes. deeply the, like, strange. The back to tank scene. What's yeah. his name? Johnny. Johnny's Johnny's legs get unfrozen. <laughs> yeah. My hot chemical bath. I thought they were going to call back to that eventually. Like Bruce was going to get like pretty fucked up as a result of this. And so um Alfred would need to submerse him in a hot chemical bath. Nope, absolutely not. Yeah, no. not referenced ever again. No, they just do the chicken soup thing. Yep. Yeah, just kind of a note that uh, that's available to Batman if he ever needs it. You know, he's got we hot didn't chemicals. The yeah. fact that um, Batman has had a, a like, I got I got a big honking jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that he's had a cold this whole time. I thought that yeah. was very the whole cute. Thing, he just keeps sneezing. It was adorable. I loved it. It's very fun. Uh, so then we get the meeting with him and Ferris Boyle, where Ferris Boyle just out and out is like, you can't let the wage slaves know. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus, this guy knows what's up. Yeah. From one billionaire to another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This We're guy, both shit bags, right? <laughs> this guy, Ferris Boyle, would be president now. Yeah. Yes. But absolutely. Or, or at the very least, mayor of Gotham. Yeah, yeah. You know, or powerful enough via some other mechanism that a uh, president would be a step down. Uh-oh. Yeah, he'd own a super pack. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote that the security tape has uh, has very tight zooms and jump cuts. Mm. Whenever, uh, yeah. like, when Batman sits down to watch it, it's like a fully production, it's a fully produced thing. I was very impressed with, I guess, Gothcorp's right. security team. <laughs> yeah, great editing. They spliced together six cameras to make this. Right. He really wanted this to be, like, you know, nicely produced to be like, oh, yeah, here's how I treat my employees. All right, now you peons, I need you to cut together that security footage of uh, Dr. Freeze when I kicked his ass. It made me look super cool. <laughs> did you it's guys see when Dr. I did Freeze that kick? It's not even Dr. Freeze at that. Well, it is Dr. Freeze it's, as yeah, the guy's yes. name. Yep. But it's, yeah, just it, like... it's Dr., not Mr. Yeah. It's true, he downgraded. It is, yeah. <laughs> I have renounced my doctorate. <laughs> I give up my four years of medical school. Um, he seems to be maybe more of a yeah PhD than a yeah MD. 
anyway, yeah, we get his whole backstory. We get, you know, just, yeah, Ferris Boyle being the biggest piece of shit on earth. Correct. Uh Kicking a guy into his dead wife. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I did not think about exactly how bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You think about punishment uh, fitting the crime. Like, literally, all he did was, like, use company property. And then his boss came in and oh, was yeah. like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> well, because, like, yeah, I'm a machinist. And very frequently, if you're on off time, then, yeah, you could just you could just make stuff. Whatever. No one he cares. Was using my money. Yeah. Although he did mention it was, like, $3 million worth of stuff. But it's also, like, this is very valuable research yeah. insofar as you could do the, like freeze people until there's a cure for their disease thing do you think that this character and specifically especially now knowing that this is a a right for this series in particular was referencing the um uh cult of people who froze themselves after death and then uh there was a whole like scandal and court case and whatever about a guy who froze his mom (laughs) and there was a, a question about whether or not it was before she was dead because I hadn't I heard think about this that. is like right around the time. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of the. If... I mean, there's also all those the rumors of Walt Disney's head being frozen. That oh, absolutely. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that happened around the same time, I feel like if you're a comic book writer and something like that happens, you're like, oof, easy money. This Ooh, one's this is a go. layup. Here we go. 100. <laughs> percent It's ripped from the headlines. <laughs> this is like a a Law and Order episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, when I googled it. Uh, when I trying to find the name of this cult, um, there was in fact a Criminal Minds episode that came up first in the Criminal Minds fandom, <laughs> the <Man>. Forever People. <laughs> God, that's just a good name. It is. It's a very good name. <laughs> Quite right. Uh, so, anyway, Mister Freeze makes a big freeze freeze ray uh, that he attaches to a big fuck off car. Yep. <laughs> oh, which. The this... cars in this series are so, like, the fact that they went for such Art Deco design in everything means yes. that the cars just look very of a time. Yeah, I just, dis- <laughs> there's a couple of cars that I would openly describe as phallic. <laughs> as Art yeah. Deco uh, truly means. Yeah, just just big old dick cars floating around the city. Yeah. Both this and Joker later, um, uh do totally make the lineage uh, up to Jack Nicholson's Joker. And like even well, this, this is car after. scene. What? This is after? Yeah. Uh, Batman the movie was 1985. Uh, what year was this? Uh, this 91, started... I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's later than I original thought. Original release in 92. So they were probably, 92. you know, making stuff in 91. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. But it was lar- that movie is a large bit of what got this made. That makes sense. So yeah, I, they were like, "Oh yeah, you can do a gritty take and it's extremely popular." Yeah. I think huh. uh, I think Adric, your your point is still the same just in the opposite order just that they inverse, they, yeah. right, they they were like absolutely make the Joker a lot like what what Jack Nicholson did. Yeah. Mhm. Both that and like this what I was what I was thinking I was referencing it was that this car uh, influenced the Joker's big car that he drove through Gotham with a bunch of shit piled on top of it in yeah. that movie. Yeah. But again, it's the inverse. That's funny. Mr. Freeze interacts with the valet, which is 
just kind of the best. Yeah, it's a, that's a very funny little scene. Keys. Uh, then he freezes the building. Blah, blah, blah. Batman shows up. Uh, the Yanks just busts Mr. Freeze's helmet. Yeah, using chicken soup. With the is, chicken yep. soup. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then my, my favorite part where he's like, I have all the evidence of Ferris Boyle's dipshittery. Here you go, random lady at the party. <laughs> yeah. She's the reporter. You're responsible for this now. No, she's yeah, she was a reporter. She's, yeah, like Pay that. Attention. Wait, she was? Yeah. Yeah, she's a reporter. Oh, I guess I didn't recognize her. Um, they did a whole. Oh, yeah, she's a great the reporter they, from her. Yeah, they did yeah. a whole introduction um, and then callback because uh, she's in the original news report at the very beginning. Where the oh god I can't believe we didn't mention this, um, Gothcorp is like the, like has a bunch of snow frozen over. It's the hottest August on record. Yes, hottest summer on record. One of the hottest days in August, and a, a couple of kids are just sort of playing in the snow, and a cop comes <laughs> over and just chases them away. Yeah. <laughs> and then they peg just him a in the head. Perfect representation of that behavior of like kids are enjoying themselves on a, in a get out of here inhospitable yeah. get climate. Out of here. Fuck off. Well, and then they nail him with a snowball. <laughs> that's great. Which is great. But yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's so that's Heart of Ice. Yeah. Uh, any more any more thoughts on this one? The, the only thing I had to finish was uh, that, like, I, I felt like, obviously, Batman, as it relates to, like, the prison industrial complex in, in the modern world is, a, like, a real conversation that we shouldn't probably have here because we've only got, like, an hour. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But like, I felt like it was really bad at the end when he just like goes to like Mister Freeze's window to like look in on him, where it's like, yeah, I don't know that this was right, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, Mister Freeze did kill a lot of people. He did. He did for you sure. You got to assume, like, he at the very least froze some guy's legs. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was, <laughs> that was like, an accident. The fact that Batman just like goes to check in on people that he's locked up forever is like, ah, yeah. you're just, I don't know. I don't know just about you. Just making sure you're still sad. See, yeah. you're, still in there. you're yeah. still in there. Oh, all right. Clock King is out. You gotta go, <laughs> gotta go check all the clock towers in town. God damn it. <laughs> uh, next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Joker's favor. This was uh, an interesting one. Why, first off, like, why, why uh, select why this did one? I, why select this one? Yeah. Uh, this is the first appearance of Harley Quinn. Oh. In, in any media ever. Wow, really? That's a good solution. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, yeah, Harley Quinn was created by Paul Dini in this episode um, and then was subsequently. Reasons. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. horny reasons. As discussed earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she was basically written into the comics and from there has obviously become one, like now she's got her own cartoon going yeah. on three seasons. Absolutely. Who knows out. if it'll keep going because boy, howdy is all of the WB shits ever just <laughs> collapsing currently Yeah, yeah. <laughs> under the weight of, I don't know, American pickers or whatever the shit discovery <laughs> really wants to run. Um, no, she's a, ended up being an extremely cool and interesting character with, uh, yeah. like, um, I don't know, uh, interesting motivations and characterizations that span a bunch of different forms of media and uh 
yeah what's what's cool. crazy is that I, I like in Joker's favor especially she felt so integrated immediately oh yeah yeah like totally. I, I'll admit that I was surprised to see her because I thought oh this is a little early but then the way she was just doing dialogue and whatnot back and forth I was like oh she's been here for a while yeah well she's also I, what a performance yeah also that that too yeah uh she was created basically because uh Bruce Tim saw Arlene Sorkin in uh, something. I forget what the name of it was. It, it was like a, a a stage play. And cool. it was like, oh, we should just have her be, I don't know, Joker's gun mall. <laughs> and it worked out. Yeah, it worked out great. I wrote uh, I wrote one of her lines specifically uh, that it was just uh, during the back and forth with with Joker where uh, he says he needs a new hobby. And she very quickly says macrame is nice. The delivery yeah. of that line actually like got an audible <laughs> laugh out of me. I mean, yeah, that's that's basically her whole purpose in this yeah. is to just like, yeah, deliver the little one liners, <laughs> which it's weird that she's so much funnier than Joker. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that Joker is canonically pissed about it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which is so great. Yeah. And and as uh, we'll discover in Mad Love, more competent probably than the Joker as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Certainly. In ways that, that also just like don't feel uh, like unearned. Um, like she's competent and specifically the Joker's failings are so uh, obvious and... and um, scrutable by everybody involved especially yes. batman yeah yes. anyway i i was gonna mention i love the joker's theme the like that whistling theme yes that they do the, at the beginning of most of the joker episodes some of the ones where he's like most of the ones where he's the main character or main yeah. villain just that yep <laughs> yeah he's got great the then they go right into speaking of music, they go right into that that chase music, which I thought also kicked ass. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So um, we should we should maybe mention this episode like opens on uh, what appears to be just like I thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, absolutely. But whatever the Gotham slash New York analog version of it is, where just a bunch of people on a highway being pissed. Um, <laughs> it, it has. One of the more accurate depictions of road rage I've ever seen. Um, Absolutely. A normal. <laughs> yeah, you know, just norm normal road rage where it's like, hey, the cops passed me. Ah, oh, there goes Batman. Now I'm real pissed. Somebody Someone pissed else for cut a me year. off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Somebody else cut me off. I better go make it their problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, that's a, that's that's the accuracy in it and saying that like people make it personal. Uh, it so happens that Charlie Collins made it personal with the Joker, which probably won't happen in real life to anybody. But I mean, yeah, unlikely. I don't know. There are variations of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, probably. Don't yell at people from cars. Yep. It's don't not, do it. Don't do it. It's, no, it's not worth it. Sometimes it's the Joker and then you die. Yep. <laughs> Although he, he got out. Um, he got pretty lucky in this one. Yeah, it is. Like there's a lot of animation that they do with Charlie Collins's um his comb over <laughs> during all these scenes. It's real good. Yes. Yeah, the Charlie like, Collins, everything about him, like his little like his theme that's like super like farty. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I gotta see who was Charlie Collins. Wow, he's got a oh. longer Wikipedia page <laughs> than a that's lot. That's Ed characters. Bagley Jr. <laughs> Is it really? Yep. Damn. Charles Michael Collins was an accountant who lived in Gotham Estates, a suburb of Gotham City, with his wife Bonnie and his son Kenny. He was best oh, known fun. for being an exceptionally ordinary man. <laughs> nice. It's not that ordinary. I mean, maybe he is. Yeah, maybe this I mean, is yeah. the perception of a 90s man. He does seem yeah. like just kind of a normal guy who was having a bad day. The um, His wife's making was... meatloaf, Adric. I don't know if you heard that part. His wife's making meatloaf. Boy, Time yeah. to run somebody off the road. He don't gotta, like meatloaf. Gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I've watched this with Rachel, and they pointed out, uh, is this just a lot of interesting and very distinct characterizations of masculinity um, mm. across these couple of episodes like between uh billionaire douchebag whose name i already forgot um billionaire douchebag whose name is batman um Mm -hmm. charlie collins and the joker like uh just everybody's extremely toxic in their own special way exactly yeah 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 just nasty little men (laughs) yeah with charlie it's like oh someone else pissed me off i'm gonna i'm gonna Go after you. I'm going to ruin my whole life about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Batman definitely did that. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yes, truly. was like, oh, some some burglar fucked up my life. Now I'm going to make it everyone's problem. For decades. <laughs> right? All men need therapy, but specifically the Joker, Charlie Collins, Batman. I mean, really everybody <laughs> in this Ferris episode. Boyle. Yes. And Ferris <laughs> Definitely Ferris Boyle. 100%. Uh, Charlie uh, does a road rage to the Joker and the Joker's like yep. this is gonna be fun um, then Joker like chases him around like a cryptid <laughs> yes that's exactly. true like, it, it's like a fucking campfire story mm-hmm. where it's like and then he thought he got away but then the Joker pulled up right in front of him and he w- pulled out into the woods and crashed his car and then the Joker threw two pennies at him Right. This is like a three-minute, yep, like a three-minute <laughs> horror story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, what does what does the Joker decide to do with him? Um, but turn him into quote a hobby. Yes. Where uh, the Joker will ask for him uh, to to really lean into the mob vibe, uh, a favor, probably sometime in the future, not today, but uh, one day. Yeah. And then lets him go. I do also really like in this scene the the backlighting from the car, how it's got all these like just the rays of light that are coming across. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's super good. It's like the same painting technique as in the intro, but basically bright white looking through um this like ridge with the yeah, the car headlights illuminating yeah. the fog. Yeah, that was oh, very cool. So good. Yeah. Um, uh, let me see if there's anything on here. Yeah, there's nothing on like what specific studio did the animation for this one. Um, there, I, there was on uh on Heart of Ice. It was uh uh Spectrum Animation, nice. which is the one that went under, and then everyone basically most of the staff worked to uh, went over to production IG. Nice, nice. Uh. So yeah, Joker decides that he's 
just like, oh yeah, you need to do me a favor at some point, and steals his li- his driver's he license. Does, yeah. <laughs> like, I, there's a uh, a movie that I, I'm trying to remember now that does basically this exact same scene where they take somebody's God. driver's license and are like, all right, I know where you live now. Oh, they do it in um, fucking uh, what's what's the name of that mob movie? Super super popular. Uh, Godfather. The other, the other super Goodfellas. Yes, that one. Oh, um, right. <laughs> in Goodfellas, they they hijack uh, truck drivers and take their driver's licenses, and are like, "All right, know where you live now. Don't do anything yeah. stupid." Now you're part Catch of you the later. family. Now you're part of the family. <laughs> <laughs> when did Goodfellas come out? 1990. So this Ooh. could have been a direct pull from mm. that. Absolutely, probably right in the yeah, same wheelhouse. Probably. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, what if the Joker did that? <laughs> what if the Joker was a good fella? Uh, so then we cut to two years later, and Jim Gordon is having a... What 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 exactly did they call it? It was like a... Um, good cop. Yeah. Good, good cop party. You, you good, good, good job, good boy party. Yeah. Yeah. A gala uh, of some kind. Yeah. Oh, a testimonial Oh, yeah, testimonial in honor of Police Commissioner James Gordon. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like strange piece of language. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it would just be like uh, something in an op-ed. Absolutely. <laughs> and so uh, Joker decides this is the moment to call in his favor. Yeah, where he's like, you know what? I can go fuck that up. It's going to be a lot of cops there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, calls up Charlie, who is in witness protection, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's changed his name. Dude, uh, I, I, I wrote moving to Ohio was the way to disappear in the 90s, too. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that has not changed. A thousand percent. <laughs> I mean, this wasn't early enough. It, that was in, like, up to the 80s. You could just go to a different state and you might as well have moved to the moon. Right. Yeah. Like if you change your name, then it's just like, oh, well, he's gone forever. Yep. Guess yeah, we'll never guess find him. Guy truly doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to note real quick, as far as uh, Jim Gordon's little gala or testimonial, he was bitching about not wanting to go. And then Batman literally pops in to be like, you should go. <laughs> and then he just leaves. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> You should go anyway. See you. I, I hate do kind of wonder if if that was the first instance of the I hate when he does that. It could have oh. been actually joke because that's a pretty overused joke in Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm not aware know. of it prior to this. Anyway, uh, Charlie takes a fucking plane to get to Gotham. <laughs> uh-huh. Is walking up to cops to be like oh uh hey you guys know batman right can you get get me batman uh but he gets intercepted by harley quinn in just like a a, chauffeur outfit yeah chauffeur outfit which again is just a plot device where like they just jam harley in there and it's like yeah of course harley yeah yeah (laughs) it is fun that uh she like canonically looks extremely normal with not wearing a bunch of makeup yes absolutely and so is able to just like be in disguise much more effectively than just yeah, about just, everybody else just in the show up it's yeah. funny there's um in the scene where uh gordon's talking to bullock out in the hallway a 
police officer walks by or some someone with a bunch of files walks by who looks exactly like her. Like this this yep. is just the same fucking character sheet. <laughs> yeah. There's there's been a, there was a couple of thugs also in the Heart of Ice who like looked suspiciously like Bruce Wayne. Like they just only yeah. had a couple yep. of <laughs> a, a couple of different uh, ideas just a running few around. Faces. Yeah. Which like it does they very much simplified their art style. There are very few lines. There are very yep. thin lines. Yep. Uh, notably, a lot of the lines just wind up kind of not ex- like a lot of the outlines wind up not existing just by virtue of the background being black. And yeah, I I love the art style on this show yeah. for the first two seasons. For sure. One thing for I, sure. Didn't men- I forgot to mention is I really love how, um, batman's colors are handled how like for most places uh the only true black on the screen is going to be the black in batman's costume and coat his whole entire silhouette takes up two colors that deep blue and the uh and black and like that blue doesn't exist anywhere else and so you can kind of reliably be like okay if there's that blue on the screen or those white eyes in that shape Yep. It's Batman. It cannot be anybody else but Batman. Yeah, they have a fairly uh, small color palette yeah. for this. It is only, I have it pulled up, uh, 28 colors. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's not very many. Certified. Very yep. cool. Uh, well, that's kind of typical for animation. Like, you, you have to use standardized colors because otherwise you... Like, if you mix colors, then you're completely fucked the next time that you have to, like, if you have to do another scene. Right, you've got to remix the, those fucking yeah, colors. Right. Either, either you nail that color or everything looks wrong. Yeah, and so you just get your fucking 45-gallon drums of your 28 yes. colors that you use. <laughs> I wonder what the actual quantity. Uh, it's probably 50-gallon drums. Yeah. Crazy. A 50-gallon yeah. drum of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we took Batman and we melted him into this blue. <laughs> it was uh, a price to pay for the city, but all in all, we decided it was worth it. Yeah. Um, so we get to, yeah. Uh, yeah, Joker telling him the only that he's brought him here to do him a favor, and all he has to do is open a door yep. so that they can get a cake in. He's He's, like, oh. I do love the joke. The okay. just, well, the joke of like, that's all you need me to do? Yeah, Open a door? Then, <laughs> well, look at the size of that cake, man. Yeah, yeah. That, that, and that was a great line delivery. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I mean, Mark Hamill notably is just nailing it as the Joker throughout this entire series. For sure, for yeah. sure. Uh, if you look on IMDb, 95% of the trivia, I think, is people reiterating that Tim Curry was going to be the voice for Joker, but then he was too scary. <laughs> too scary. <laughs> yep. Too scary. Did, kids didn't like it. God, is there a test read of that somewhere? I would love to hear that. God, probably somewhere. I can't imagine that it isn't, like, on a DVD somewhere. For sure. I want to hear the test read of um, uh, Tim Curry as Shrek. <laughs> too scary. <laughs> too scary. Yeah, very scary. It's just him being like, "Get out of my swamp." <laughs> At some point, you just have to stop inviting Tim Curry in for voice work. He's a complete psychopath. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
okay, okay. You know, okay, if, you, if you need like someone to play a fucking chicken villain, then go for it. Yeah. yeah. Aside yeah, yeah. from aside from that, basically anyone that's playing Satan, chicken villain is the extent. You can of his just range. be like, here's Tim Curry. <laughs> Um, so everybody's hanging out, uh, at this event for, um, uh, Commissioner Gordon, um, Bruce Wayne as Bruce Wayne shows up there for a little bit and is like, wow, I fucking hate these things. And it's driving away. But, um, uh, Charlie is like, oh my God, this sucks. Uh, I need to let some of these cops know or some of any of these cops know that this is about to be a, a shit show yep. and so wanders me... into the hall of inventions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Hall of Inventions. Some uh, someone invented a crane with a fake bat. (laughs) Like I think it was referencing Leonardo da Vinci's flying machine. I think it was actually a legit pole. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't pick that up at all. I just thought that like, hey, there's only 22 minutes, and we got to make this thing make sense. (laughs) I think you're right. Let's go. I think that that uh, instead of it being shoehorned in, I think they you know they could have chosen anything for him to. Uh, reference as a to like create a bat signal with, but I think they did the Hall of Inventions. I mean, so it's very much shoehorned this. in that it's on a crane that like Correct. a child yes. could operate. That's yes. for sure. Um, <laughs> but you know, you got to make some concessions. <laughs> they fucking Correct. bust out windows in this room every week. Some kid <laughs> just is like, "We." That's our fifteenth flying machine this year. You cannot keep breaking those on the wall. <laughs> Oh yeah! Look, look if at we that. don't attach it to the crane, then uh, then the kids won't even show up. Yeah, they did give it a little like head shape, which makes it look especially Batman like. Yeah, so uh, Alfred sees it in the rearview mirror as they're going away, and it's like, oh, all right, uh, they need they need a Batman. Yeah, I love that that Bruce Wayne was like entirely content to leave his presumably in this still a friend uh jim gordon's um big party because he was just like i I don't like it here and i'm sure the joker is going to do something else and not fuck up jim gordon's big day exactly this yeah yeah well he basically showed up and was like all right you got you got my money for this benefit uh i showed up gotta go be batman now gotta go be batman (laughs) That's what I do. Jim Jim does not know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, though, right? No. Yeah, okay. I, God, I don't know if he ever does in this series. It's actually, that's an interesting question. I don't know that he does either. Fun. Uh, I was going to mention, I love Joker's entrance. <laughs> Just the, the little party whistle, the like, <laughs> Yep. Yep. As he comes out. And the cake just like hinges open and he's like, yeah. Ta-da! But everybody's frozen in place because of some like gas or whatever. That was like it's... in the candlesticks. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, I, I, I wrote on that scene Joker must spend a, a fortune on prop work. Oh. Oh, yeah. definitely. You saw his fucking, like his lair that's all that. He's just surrounded by shit god just yeah stuff just like like there's just that like all these weird dolls funny bone shipping i believe is what dynamite. it's called oh yeah yeah <laughs> he, I, I like to believe that he runs an entire extremely successful um 
uh, logistics business with you know the sole output of it being <laughs> to then fund his goofy shenanigans yeah like he's just fucking delivering balloons to people god that'd be extremely funny if we got some scenes like how they do it with bruce wayne where bruce has to like show up to a uh like a board meeting every once in a while if the joker had to show up and be like no listen i said that they would get there on thursday it's friday what's going on <laughs> Joker just being kind of a boring CEO. I made promises CEO. to my downline. <laughs> Joker's just running an MLM. Oh my god. <laughs> Extremely profitable. He sells balloons. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they basically just freeze everyone in place and are like, alright, we're gonna strap a bomb to Jim Gordon. Yeah. As complicated as the actual scheme gets once everybody's yeah. frozen in place. Yeah. Uh, and then Batman Batman blows up Joker's car. Yep. <laughs> Batman Go. takes the bomb, throws it outside, and nails Joker's car with it, apparently, <laughs> yeah. which is very funny. That's an, that's an ongoing uh, through line in all these episodes, is if you throw something, or if, if there's a projectile that needs to go somewhere, it will go immediately exactly where it needs to go. Again, because there's 22 right. minutes. We got to move the plot along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to get, get cooking here. Yeah. Um, I do like the, uh, when, when Batman comes in and, uh, Charlie tells him the commissioner's medal, it's a bomb. It's like, really? That thing with the big Joker face on it that looks like two <laughs> sticks of dynamite. And a bunch That's of wires. That's a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Tons of exposed wires. That's not what the, what his medal looks like. In fairness, Weird. Batman did turn around in surprise. So ah. good on Charlie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Char- Charlie, true world's greatest detective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so they have yeah, a little fight. Yep. Uh, Joker thro- goes into an alleyway, and then Charlie fakes him out with a bomb, gets Batman to laugh, pisses off Joker. Yes. Yep. And is never seen and, again. And is yeah, never. He goes back to Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only the only late episode uh, note I had was like the Death Temple. With actual fire and poison in it? No, oh. not, not OSHA compliant. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just a deeply unnecessary. <laughs> a bit much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the interactive section I, of the... Because uh, Batman and Joker can never fight in a place that isn't gimmicky as fuck. Right. <laughs> now we got uh, season three, episode 24, Mad yeah. Love. So... This one I, I picked just because it's very good. Uh, it is yep. almost directly adapted from a comic book that Paul Dini wrote called Mad Love that no won an Eisner Award. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, yeah, so we can get into I mean, the first thing to mention is the the art style change. Oh, my God. Which is... Jarring. It's... Yeah, it's jarring and it's disappointing. Everyone looks thinner. Like, it doesn't all look bad. No. Jim Jim Gordon just looks, like, weird in it. And the main thing is that Joker looks not good. The fact that they got rid of his lips. Yeah. Really, I don't know, makes it, him just look like some, like, kid from a punk band. Yeah. Correct. And, like, his big yellow teeth that were, like, you know, kind of trademark at the beginning uh now it's, oh, it's yeah. sort of they're just kind of teeth 
<laughs> yeah, it just looks normal. <laughs> right. Although I will say respect for not changing the perfect intro. Oh, yeah. Um, there are like, God, in season two, they did change it slightly, but all that it is is at the beginning, uh, the words, the new or the adventures of Batman and Robin or something like that pop up on the, like <laughs> no, over everything. Sure. But that's about it. So yeah, Joker basically, I don't know, beats the shit out of uh, Jim Gordon's dentist. Yeah. And it's like, Presumably, I'm going to pose as yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pose as his dentist and murder him. How and, annoying uh, must it be to be Jim Gordon? And you're just like, everywhere I fucking go. I yeah, know, yeah, just everywhere. <laughs> Canonically, why he hates doctor's appointments and dentist appointments <laughs> is that he's like, all right, where's the Joker? <laughs> yeah, just, just like every fucking time. It's like, every well, I tried to buy man. a hot dog, but it turned out goddamn <laughs> condiment king took over the hot dog stand that I like. Now my hot now dog is just, a dynamite. Yeah, yep. yeah. God damn it. The most tortured man in the history of comics. She's like, leave me alone. Yeah. Come on. Like, I'm just a police commissioner. Like, I'm just doing my job. I'm literally just a guy. Just kidding. No police commissioner is just a guy. It's true. Yeah. It's, I don't know. They probably, actually, no, there's comics where they go into how shitty Jim Gordon is. Like, specifically. Yeah. Uh, Mostly him, like, cheating on his wife and stuff. Yeah. And like uh, is like lame to his daughter. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, who is Batgirl? Who is now not getting a movie because the actress is too old. Can't have that. Can't Wait, have is that. that what they said? Uh, that is the article that I literally just read. Yeah, icky, gross. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically. They almost kill Batman and Jim Gordon, uh, and then it's revealed that Harley made a joke, and Joker's like, nope, can't have that. Better get going. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everyone. Have fun. Bye, everyone. My uh, partner in crime made a joke. That was funnier than me. Women aren't allowed to be funny. Here's a grenade. Bye. Yeah. And of course, uh, the the multi-layered pun of May the Floss Be With You delivered by Mark Hamill as the Joker. Yes. Insane. Insane. Yeah. Oh my Very... god, I didn't even think that about the fact yeah. that it was... Oh, that's great. <laughs> so that. then we get to uh, Joker hanging out, just drawing up uh, like blueprints for, I don't know, probably some some fish tank to throw... Batman into, yeah. Batman into to kill him. And uh, Harley trying to get all sexy with him. Mm -hmm. Um, We begin the through line. Yeah. 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 We begin the through line of just a lot of domestic violence. Right. Not great. Not great. I mean, and granted, you know, this is a villain. um, So, correct. Got no problem with showing villains as villains. Uh, I do. I did think, and maybe it was the result of being a 22-minute episode, who's to say exactly, but I did think that I wish that, uh, despite giving some, like, backstory to Harleen Quinley, who became Harley Quinn, um... Quinzel. There was not a... Harley Quinzel, excuse me, um, did not have a ton of, like, exploration of her internal world as a character, 
um and like why why she connected it, yeah with this. it's it's less yeah, of yeah. yeah it's less of going into her internal world and more of going into joker being a better manipulator than she is a psychiatrist yeah um lots of silence of the lambs references here absolutely oh yeah in uh in arkham asylum yeah, pretty much constant. The, whole thing. Uh, the, other, the other note I had on this scene was it's it's very meta that Batman finally actually bothered the Joker just by calling him derivative. <laughs> <laughs> he really kills him. He yeah, really kills that, him on the spot. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we get the backstory, which is uh, Harleen Quinzel, psychiatrist in Arkham, uh, falls in love with joker because he's a manipulative shitbag then yeah joker gets beat up and thrown into arkham and she's like all right time for me to go to the the just i don't know joke store yeah it's literally just like uh it reminds me of the um the costume store in fucking eyes wide shut almost identically (laughs) yeah uh, costumes, tricks, and novelties. Great. Now, I mean, hey, store. it is what it says on the tin, man. It's exactly, yep. the, the sign is what it is. Yep. So she goes there, steals a costume, steals a whole bunch of other stuff, goes in, busts Joker out. Yeah, the, it is like a little bit of a more convoluted plot. Definitely. Like, not it, not really convoluted. It It's less... It plays well when you watch it, but describing it, you're kind of jumping around between two different timelines, so it gets yeah. a little bit hard to hard to explain. Because you jump back to the current timeline, which is her sending a tape to Batman to be like, "Hey, I I don't really love the Joker anymore. You need to come over here and help me, and I'll I'll turn him in." Yeah. Uh, and she's just tricking him so that she can, I don't know, inject him with some shit and knock him out. Yes. Put him yeah. over a piranha tank. It's the same thing that's in every comic book syringe, which is instant knockout, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Some sedative. Batman mm-hmm. does a Fent- lot of that. Fentanyl. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that would have worked to just uh, kill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, she tricks Batman, gets him into the death trap, and then uh, Joker shows up and is like, what the hell? This isn't my thing. It's your thing. This sucks. And then tosses her out a fucking window. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say that I thought that her uh, exploration of, uh, you know, like how the piranhas will look like they're smiling if you're upside down was like another one of those like, yeah, Harley's good at this moments. It, it is, but then Joker has, has a good point. The thing where it's like, you had to explain the joke. That's true. That's a good That's point. True. It doesn't work out. It was fun, though. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then Joker and Batman fight. Fight on top of a train. Mm-hmm. Batman throws Joker into a smokestack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where he apparently lives. And you get your final shot of Harley going to Arkham and just being like, no more Mr. Joker, but no more Puddin, no more, uh, you know, he's just a manipulative and then sees the rose, the rose that he left her. And she's like, angel. 
Very, very well done fight. Which scene. is, yeah, yeah, very much the the dynamic that you get with them up until you know, much much later in comics and movies and all that shit. Yeah. Um, so some stray observations here. Uh, there's another business called Aquacade. So like now we've got Aquacade, <laughs> Funny Bone, Goth Corp. Like these are much better names than like at like Quibi. Like the, I wish Goth like, <laughs> yeah. like like Gotham's business names were real. They would all be manned by the same villains that run them today. So yeah, absolutely, extremely I accurate. Mean, they're kind of like you have those, but then you just have like buildings that are labeled storage real big <laughs> i mean and like that's pretty accurate I yeah that's not bad either yeah over my city. like the store that's just like costumes jokes and novelties uh at one point uh, uh batman's looking through not batman joker's looking through um plans and described something as to riddler which i thought was funny oh that was a great joke <laughs> yes uh, yeah. i laughed literally out loud at that one yeah i think we could have like it it was Definitely a decision to do, you know, two Joker and Harley Quinn episodes, especially when, I mean, this is like one of the greatest cartoons of all time, and you have tons of great villains yeah. in this show that uh, that we didn't get to. I mean, you guys, any other uh, big notable villains for you from this show? I'm a huge fan of the, Rid of the Riddler. Yeah, yes. the Riddler's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I especially there's one episode that really sticks in my brain where it was uh, the Riddler setting up a big maze Ooh. for them to run through. Yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah. And, and it was like, oh, Robin, like coming up with the solutions and, and them actually doing the thing that I tend to like with uh old Batman Riddler things where they get around his riddles. Mm -hmm. Like that, that was one of my things about the new, did you both see the new movie? Yes. yes. Okay. I really thought that at some point he was going to like, look up the, tr the gift card company that, oh, that the that Riddler been was sending yeah. in cards. Yeah, like yeah. that type of thing. But instead, it's just him going like, oh, I'll solve exactly the things that he wants me to solve. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, whereas a lot of yeah. these old ones, then it's like, no, no I am going to good. subvert what he's doing. Let me see. Do There's also... Clayface was interesting. Yeah, Clayface was really cool. Uh, Catwoman, Poison Ivy. Oh, uh, Poison Ivy's super good. Yeah, uh, Scarecrow. Love an eco-terrorist. Scarecrow, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Poison Ivy is one of those interesting ones where it's like, eh, she has much better motivations than, like, I don't know. Basically everyone else. Yeah, yeah. everyone else who's just like, I wish everyone would act like uh, fucking uh, Alice in Wonderland characters, so I'm going to put cards in their hats. <laughs> Yeah, cool, he's the dude. most inscrutable, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, Matt Hatter? Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I like this story. <laughs> Why don't everyone do this story? But I, I think in the end, we probably chose right. Uh, maybe maybe a little accidentally, although this is probably intentional on your part, but I did not know that this was kind of very much the origin story in a real way of Mr. Freeze. And obviously we explored, like, Harley kind of coming into her own through this series as well. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, there's there are probably other characters that came out of this series. Those are just like the most notable ones that I remember. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Good job, good job everyone. Uh, do do we have uh numerical reviews for this? Typically, well, we we just come up with the uh, one and only Batman. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with um ten ten piranhas. Out of the out of the ten piranhas in the tank, there are probably more than that. I think there were. Uh, I'm gonna say <laughs> two out of two worthwhile characters. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, really yeah. good show. Uh, go watch it. This is probably the most popular show that we've ever <laughs> done. Probably anything true. On. Yeah. I was yeah. looking through the back catalog and I was like, wow, they they go deep. Um, it's yeah. for it was originally all we did. <laughs> yeah yeah and then we were just like no people like well when the most uh, popular God, thing we that still, we did was muzzy <laughs> we still have muzzy has like three times as many views as anything else that we've ever done for some reason really <laughs> yeah i don't understand it well this was a pleasure this was great if you ever want to uh you know i don't know you yeah clearly you both are deep in the tank uh but if you ever want to <laughs> discuss something weird i'm happy to give that a shot Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so this will be coming out in a couple weeks. Do you have any any shows you want to plug that are Ooh, coming a couple, out? Couple Probably weeks, at... depending on the week. Um, I'm gonna. Di- s- yeah, uh, well, I'll go schedule it for the nineteenth. Sweet. Well, um, the eighteenth is. I have a show the eighteenth. So the thirty first. Let's do that one. Uh, the thirty yeah. first. <laughs> I'll be down in Janesville, Wisconsin, at let's Legends. Go. Uh, I'm n- I, I, I'm not excited to be in Janesville, Wisconsin. Let's go. No one is. <laughs> but I am because it's where I'm from, so I get to go home and do some stand-up. So if you happen to yeah. be a listener from Janesville, Wisconsin, come We're check that to you, situation Paul, out. Ryan. Ta- come on out, Paul. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> yeah, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you for uh, all of your insights. Yeah, yeah thank, you. thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and we'll see everyone next week. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Big thanks to the composer of our theme, Miles Morkery, and to Bernadette Meeker, the artist for our thumbnail. We are Ontoos Pod on Twitter.com. Our website is Ontoos.club. You're the best. Good night. Good night.